Take a few deep breaths to center your heart and your mind as you prepare to meet with God. Take a moment to intentionally posture your mind to picture the story we're going to tell about Mary. Come sit at Martha's table like you were actually there watching it happen. As we study Mary, Martha, and Lazarus' sister today, pay attention to what Jesus cherishes in her heart and her posture. Mary desired to sit at the feet that walked on water, that were baptized in the Jordan, and that withstood the wilderness. And she listened. Mary fell at the feet that walked with cripples, reclined at lepers' tables, and wiped with tears. And she cried. She knelt at the feet that mounted a colt, that walked to her brother's tomb, and feet that would be nailed to the cross. And Mary anointed them with oil. When Mary is mentioned throughout scripture, you will find her at Jesus' feet. Listen to this example in Luke 10, 39. Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. Again, in John eleven thirty two, 32, when Mary arrived and saw Jesus, she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you have been here, my brother would not have died. Once more, John 12, 3. Then Mary took a 12-ounce jar of expensive perfume made from the essence of nard, and she anointed Jesus' feet with it, wiping his feet with her hair. The house was filled with fragrance. Her posture is worship. Her sacrifice is worship. She honors the feet she will follow the rest of her days. Take a moment and ask yourself this question. What would you have to see in Jesus in order to act the way Mary does toward him? Mark chapter 14, verses 1 through 11. It was now two days before Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The leading priest and the teachers of religious law were still looking for an opportunity to capture Jesus secretly and kill him. But not during the Passover celebration, they agreed, or the people may riot. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster jar of expensive perfume made from the essence of nard. She broke open the jar and poured the perfume over his head. Some of those at the table were indignant. Why waste such expensive perfume, they asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly. But Jesus replied, Leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you, and you can help them whenever you want to. 
but you will not always have me. She has done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Then Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve disciples, went to the leading priest to arrange to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted when they heard why he had come, and they promised to give him money. So he began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus. Judas and Mary are opposites in what they treasure, both pursuing the treasure they believed would make them happy. To Mary, Jesus was her priceless treasure that she loved more than anything and was more than willing to pour out her most valuable possession all over the head and feet of her Lord. To Judas, Jesus had a price. It was 30 silver coins. I can't help but see Mary as she is kneeling at Jesus' feet, anointing her Lord's head by freely pouring out in puddles the expensive, fragrant perfume, humbling herself even more by removing her headdress and wiping his feet with her let-down hair. Everyone is watching, silent, but surrounded with the scent of her offering that was unknowingly preparing her Savior for burial. The scene sounds so holy, so intense, so sacred, so astounding. But Judas speaks from his blindness. All he can see is waste. Waste of what he treasures the most. Money. Listen to his words. That perfume was worth a year's wages. It should have been sold and the money given to the poor. John 12, 5. Mary's eyes probably fell as she felt misunderstood. To many watching, this seemed a fair question, though. Jesus was always encouraging his followers to care for the poor. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. Why are you bothering her? She has done a beautiful thing to me. She poured perfume on my body beforehand to prepare for my burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the gospel is preached throughout the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. What Jesus did for us by taking on human flesh and allowing himself to be sacrificed on the cross, there is no greater waste of our Jesus life. But because it seems overwhelmingly wasteful of Jesus' life, it is overwhelmingly beautiful. His poured out blood prepared a way for us to be with our God, just as Mary's poured out perfume prepared our Jesus' head and feet for burial. The poured out sacrifice for others is our Jesus' way, and we should follow Mary's example. When we choose Jesus, we will hear Judas's objections in our head or the society's appraisal of our so-called wasteful sacrifices. The world watches as we pour out our valuable weekend time every Sunday morning, pour out our intellect studying his scriptures, pour out our money and our tithes, pour out our hospitality to strangers and generosity to the needy. The world will see much of our sacrifices as a poured out waste but Jesus wants us to live a life that looks wasteful to this dark world. For it isn't waste, but true, 
worship. A poured out life at the feet of Jesus is beautiful. A poured out life of love shows those who are at the table how precious our Jesus really is and how his treasure is far above the value of any earthly possession. A poured out life shows the eyes of this dark world that Christ is gain and all else is loss. The real waste is not knowing what it's like to sit at the feet of our Jesus. What can we pour out at Jesus' feet in response to the life that he poured out for us on the cross? And if it seems or feels wasteful, it might just be a beautiful thing in his eyes. Church, as we walk about this day, think and move as a fragrant sacrifice, pouring out all that we have to imitate and anoint our Jesus. And walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Ephesians 5, 2.